recording. Sweet. I'm just gonna say check, check, one, two. Do you mind saying check, check, one, two? Check, check, one, two. Cool. Perfect. All right. Well, you wanna open it up, Mott? Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to another Bro What Now podcast. This is me, Matias Val. This is my brother, Nika Alao, and he's eating some nuts right now. So if you guys hear that in the background? That is what that is. Um, today is really exciting. I have a childhood friend, somebody I went through my whole entire life with. His name is Bible Semedical. On the podcast here, we went through high school together, elementary together. We met each other when we were like six, seven years old. So this is going to be a really, really fun one. Um, Babes, you want to say hi? Hey, guys. Hey. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my name is yeah. Bible. You can call me B. Um, as Nico said, you know, we met each other in like second grade and uh, we grew up together. And um, yeah, so like right now I'm in university still, you know, starting to become a mechanical engineer or just to get a degree. But then uh, I don't know what I'm going to do after that in uh, Bangkok, Thailand. Yeah, so that's so cool. Um, he's basically one of my best Thai native friends who we've known like forever. So it's been really fun. He's literally saved our lives so many times in Thailand because Although we lived there for so long, none of us really bothered learning the language too well. And we've had our faithful bibs um, being with us, helping us translate and make sure we get everything that we need to get. But I was thinking before we dive into that Bible, I just want to ask, like, what's how's it going with like the Corona stuff and COVID? And cause I feel like it's different for every country and every place that we're in. Yeah. So in Thailand, uh, I think everybody's taking it really seriously, like malls. Malls are sort of closed. I, I hear like the basement's still open for like restaurants to do like pickups for like grab food or food panda, something like that. Right. And then um, if you go outside, everybody's wearing masks and um, it's just everything's online now uh, for like university and stuff like that. And uh, they're doing like bans on, you know, household items or items that aren't food to like discourage people from going out. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Entertainment places are still closed. And, um, you know, they also did an alcohol ban for like reasons. I'm not so sure, but they also, like, I guess oh, discourage people from like binge drinking. Right. Right. But yeah, like things are, things are definitely not normal and then people are really, you know, um, health conscious here. So I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. Has there been any, like, have you been in seen or been a part of any like crazy incidents with it or has it been pretty chill for you? I have not gone outside. Like I... It's not like I take the quarantine seriously, but it's just all my friends who were, were in university weren't originally from the area. So they all went home and uh, oh, I see. like I didn't go home to Chiang Mai. So like I'm here, but I don't have anybody to like hang out with. So there's like right. no reason for me to go outside, do anything. Right. I haven't really like seen the, like, the usually crowded places like or how like they are now. Yeah. That's intense, though, kind of being all alone there. And I saw your house was, like, burning down almost. So, like, during the quarantine, there's, like, this huge grass field or, like, this plot of land, like, right next to my condo. And uh, it's, like, really overgrown with, like, um, really tall grass. And so, like, I guess the landowners decided that they wanted to get rid of that by burning it. And um, they couldn't contain the fire because it's, you know, grass and it's really tall. (laughs) And so it spread and they had to call the fire department and like yeah, it's right outside my bedroom. But luckily I was on like I was on the seventh floor. It was downwind. I just got to like sit and watch them. Right, right. That's so intense though. I saw it was like right outside your window. Yes, I was looking was, at, like, yeah. It was so close. Yeah. That's intense. 
Well, I was thinking it'd be really fun to just hear because, like, I feel like we grew up, um, and you were one of our only Thai, like, fully Thai native speakers who was with us. What was that kind of like for you, being with a bunch of foreigners? You went to an international school. A lot of the people weren't even from there. But you were, like, fully Thai, but kind of immersed in, like, this Western culture. Like, how was that kind of for you? It's kind of a broad question, but what is that kind of... Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, at times, it can be really, really challenging. Um, But then, like, it can also be rewarding because I feel it, like, helped me develop in ways like I got to experience you guys from like all these different cultures and stuff like that but like when the culture is your own and um you kind of lose your identity I I felt like I lost my identity as a Thai person in a way because I was so immersed in the international culture and stuff like that but right yeah yeah that's interesting like other times when it was hard was because when you don't feel like you belong in your own culture it's uh it's difficult to to like find somebody to like uh talk to or like to find somebody who knows what that feels like because it's a pretty rare you know group of people or like totally who have experienced similar things you know right yeah it's interesting because I feel like a lot of people move from their home countries to Thailand or to other parts of the world, but then you being going to like an international school being kind of engulfed in this international community you were kind of just like one of us in a sense, even though you were in your home country. Do you think that's something like a lot of other Thai um, kids growing up experience, especially if they're immersed in like an international community like that? I think so, because I've talked to other people who went to school, um, went to Grace with me, who are Thai. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we shared some like similar experiences when we go outside, like to like a Thai university or something like that. There's definitely some culture shock. Right, there. right. And, um, I think that's something many people like disregard is that you can have culture shock in your own country. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, for sure. I like, I even imagine that like me and my brother can probably even talk a little bit about it. It's funny. Cause like, I w- it wouldn't be the same as for you, but like we're Norwegian Filipino, but we still get culture shock going back to our own countries that we're like from mm-hmm. just cause we've been immersed in such a different kind of culture, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's something mm-hmm. people always disregard is that you can always have culture shock, even in the countries that you're from or the places you belong to. Yeah. That's so fascinating. Yeah. But, but I remember, yeah, I remember there was this one time we were, <laughs> we were at like this market in the, the night bazaar, you know, in Thailand. Yeah. And uh, we were we were shopping, looking for stuff. And I remember there was one time we were trying to find out what's like the local price. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember this? Yeah. And then we were like look, looking at the watches. Yeah. We were like, bibs, bibs, go, go, go up there and then ask like an English asking Thai. Was that like actually like kind of awkward for you or was that like, oh, like how was that? It depends on the situation. But like most of the time it's really awkward for me to be hanging out in a group with a group of foreigners. So like Thai people automatically assume that I'm, I'm not Thai. Right. So when you guys ask me to translate or something like that, I just, I feel like you guys are, are like my camouflage, you know, I like, I like, you know, not standing out, you know, as like a Thai person or something like that. Um, but it's, it get, um, it's fun. It's fun sometimes to mess with people. So like you can go to barter with them. So like I would go up and ask like, Hey, Hey man, how much is this watch? And then he'll name like an outrageous price. Like, you know, uh, four or five thousand something like that and then yeah. Thai be like come on man how much he's like all right i'll cut you a deal like um uh 3500 <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so, so dude it's hilarious how that works 
I think that's like one of the pros of like having someone who speaks the language. Like even because even when like we have friends coming from Norway or other places, when we go to like the markets, we always kind of try to do the talking, but we still yeah. don't even get it as cheap like as if you were the one doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, that's intense. And f- it was fun though. Do you have any other memories from like something like that or like we're translating or something has been like? I remember the uh, senior trip where I had to translate with uh, with our boat captain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain. Yeah. And like getting him to take us places. Yeah. So like that, that kind of thing was when I was trying to, you know, get more comfortable with the fact that like I should just get out of my shell, you know, get more comfortable using my own language or whatever. Right. So, you know, I just sort of like sucked it up because, you know, if I didn't do that, everybody else was relying on me. Um, but that's like situations where like we're just trying to have fun. Other situations yeah. like in sports leadership where like I was the only um, everybody relied on me to not only be like the, the sort of like pseudo leader because yeah. Bailey was sort of the leader, but I had to like translate everything for everybody, for every group as well. Yeah. Like yeah. everything relied on me and that was much more responsibility than I like would have liked, but I'm, I'm glad right. I did. Right. Just for everybody listening, sports leadership trips were like these trips we'd do in high school where we'd go to like these different villages and we'd set up like sports days for all the people living there. And of course, none of us, again, spoke the language. And I think a lot, we always just throw it on the local people to like translate. But I can even re- like resonate. Like I'm here in Norway, people kind of expect me just to translate from English to Norwegian. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a lot harder than you would think. But I think growing up, that's something we didn't recognize or realize in terms of like the Thai speakers of like, oh, it's actually a lot harder to translate than you would expect. Yeah. yeah. But do you feel like, do you feel like it's like benefited you in any way though? Like being oh. challenged that way? Oh yeah, definitely. Because, um, you know, there was no other choice. Like it was me. It, it had to be me because I was the only Thai speaker. And um, right. it's it, like I either stepped up or uh, you know our trip would fail, kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, it was a good experience. So um, like shifting gears a little bit, like what would you say was like one of your favorite memories from kind of growing up in Thailand? In yeah, uh, definitely, definitely when we. Uh, uh, our senior trip I brought it yeah. up there. yeah yeah so like, that was a fun time the senior trip was um, where we had to go we went to like talk to a boat captain who would take us on tour you know to different islands and stuff like that and I had to uh, translate everything you know and when you guys wanted to do stupid stuff like you know hey <laughs> for the video let's yeah. get let's get us like jumping off the boat or something like that jumping off the back of the boat and like you know Stuff like that. Like I would have to explain to the captain, like, hey, afterwards, after the tour is over, can you just like do like a quick loop around, just just around here? We just <laughs> yeah. the footage for a video, and he's like, what, what are you talking about, man? I just be like, yeah. video. I was like, he's like, okay, what do you want to do? He's like, we want to jump off the back of the boat. I'm like, you want to jump off the boat right where the propellers are i'm like no 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 no. you'll be going so like they'll be jumping backwards it's so funny because yeah I, I remember that we're like they're like bye bye tell them that we want like i mean it's such a stupid idea but we're like tell them that we want like jump off the boat as the boat is moving with the propeller spinning yeah and in my mind i didn't think that you had to explain to the guy how this was gonna work yeah we expected to pick it up but uh, uh but that was honestly it's funny because so much happened that week but I remember that for some reason so vividly, just like that boat trip and then going around, jumping off the cliffs and then yeah. jumping off the back of the boat. It was just such a fun experience. Jumping off the jumping off the cliff was definitely one of like the times you guys challenged like my comfort zone, you know, like um, challenged me to get out of it. 
Yeah. Uh, that, that huge one? That huge one? Yeah, that the really huge one. Like, I, I'm scared, man. I, w- I was scared of heights. Like, and, uh, you know, I told, I said to myself in my head that if they do it, I have to do it. There's no way I'm backing out. Yeah, because everybody, basically we're all on this cliff and there's only one way down or else you have to walk all the way back the other way, right? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. funny thing was I asked the boat captain, I asked him like, hey, has anybody ever like, you know, can you jump off this? And he's like, oh yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah. No problem. So like, okay, let's go. And then when we got uh-huh. up there, it was really, really high. <laughs> yeah, it was so high. <laughs> and so like, it was like a 20 meter jump. Yeah, I told the boat captain, hey, we're going to jump off this. Can you swing around where the cliff edge is and pick us up? And he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. Sorry, no problem. So like, there's other people on our troop, uh, tour group as well. So like families and other tourists. And so they're all waiting on the boat for us to jump off. And then they're all like, you know, they're all like wondering what's going on. And some of them were taking videos and stuff like that. Yeah. And then one of our friends decided like that they had cold feet and they yeah. weren't jumping off. Uh-huh. And then they were like, <laughs> we were screaming at them. Like there, there are people down like waiting for us to, uh, to get yeah. on the tour. And then I remember specifically telling that person like before, before going up the cliff space, like, are you uh-huh. sure? If you get yeah. up there, you have to jump. There is no right. not. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I, cliff jumping is, for some reason, it's such a big part of like both me and my brother's lives. I don't know, Mont, if you have any like cliff jumping stories. Did you do cliff jumping during your senior trip? No. But off the boats? You did it off the boats? We didn't, no. Our senior trip was a lot different than your guys'. We got, how long was your guys' senior trip? I don't know. I don't remember. Like a week? Like a week? Five days? Yeah. Yeah, I think five days. See, ours was only three days. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and we flew. So it wasn't like we didn't get, like, the whole, like, bus experience. Oh, yeah, I mean, wow. flight. Why? Yeah, and then, like, we didn't have the double-decker bo- uh, boat when we Why? were going. Oh, really? Oh, diving. we had the double... Did you do the squid fishing? Uh, No, we were actually going to go squid fishing what? the last night, but then a huge storm kicked in, and they're like, nope, it's canceled. And uh, <laughs> dude, a lot of stuff went wrong. I mean, oh, our really? senior trip was really good. It's probably one of my best memories, but it wasn't like we didn't get to do a lot of stuff that you guys did, which is a bummer. But it was just fun being with the class either way. Uh, that's still good, man. Yeah. Babes, remember, remember going squid fishing, and then everybody took like the adrenaline or whatever. I hate everybody uh, the yeah. Did you take one of them? I let me tell you a little story. I don't ever get boat sick. Like, oh, really? Ever. Yeah. I was so confident about this fish, uh, squid fishing trip. I was like, yeah, let's go. I'm going to catch like 20 squids. You know, no problem. We got on the boat. We had to wake up at like 5 a.m., right? No, it was like late at night. So we had to leave at like 11 at night or something. And we woke, like, I remember it was like at night. It was like pitch yeah. black. And then yeah. I got on the boat. Right when I got on the boat, I'm like, I I'm, I don't feel well, man. <laughs> I for like three hours. And yeah. I instantly got like uh, seasick. I think it's because like it was dark and I couldn't see the waves or whatever. Right. And, um, it was the most miserable time ever because I was seasick, and I didn't want to take the Dramamine because like it would make you tired and sleepy, and I actually yeah. wanted to experience the, the you know the trip. Totally. So I remember just like laying there, um, like you know in the fetal position, like on one of the <laughs> the, the, the beds. Yeah. Bed, and just like you know try not to throw up, try not to throw up. <laughs> Dude, I remember, dude, everybody took the med- the medicines or was, like, getting so sick. Yeah. And then we caught literally no squid that night, but they caught, like, one. And then we, like, ripped it apart and, like, started getting, like, the ink, the ink all over us and everything. Mm, yeah. Uh, I, I yeah, well, yeah, that was a fun time. 
But when we were, when we were talking about the cliff jump, do you remember the first time uh, you, did, you did the gainer? Oh, yeah. Uh, so the story with that is that uh, Amos was actually the first one who wanted to try a gainer for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? That's yeah. so weird. Just me, Amos, and um, Joe Kwan and, and Joe Bay, I think, is Amos' brother. So we we went there, and it, like, I don't think Joe was there, actually. I think it was just Amos, me and Amos, and somebody else. So he was like, let's try a gainer. And then Amos does it, and he bails out. Like, like yeah. he bails out. He just jumps normally. And then I thought that, okay, I'm going to fully commit to this. And so, like, I tried it, and then I backflopped. And yeah, it, I remember. Uh, <laughs> that was intense. The worst thing was that they got video footage of it. So the first time I ever tried a gainer, they have video of me failing miserably. Didn't someone post it too, like on Facebook or yeah, something? Joel Bay, I think, yeah, Joel was there. So Amos's brother yeah. posted it. I'm like, dude, come on, man. What, what are you doing? <laughs> you gotta like that. So then um, Joe Kwan, another friend, he posts his gainer and he does it. And I'm like, oh, it, it haunted me. It, you know. I'm like, why? Yeah. I got like, you know, shamed. And so then yeah. we went to the quarry, which is like months later. Mikael came back from Norway. And yeah. like he came he comes back and then he's like, you know, I'll do like I don't know if you challenged me or I challenged you. You were like You challenged me. You were like, Meek, if you do a backflip right now, I'll do a gainer off this. Oh cliff. no, I remember. I saw your video that you showed me of you doing backflips and I was like, I was really jealous. Cause I, yeah. in my mind, I thought a backflip was scarier than a gainer. Yeah. And I said, Mika, if you do a backflip right now, I'll, I'll try a gainer again. And then, like in my in my head, I didn't think that you were gonna like do it. And then you did the backflip, <laughs> and I was like, crap. Now I gotta do it. Yeah. So something clicked in my head. I just like three, two, one, go. And then I fully committed again. But then, I I I did something correct, obviously, because like I successfully did a gainer. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you were like, Meek, if you, I, I didn't believe you were going to do it because I remember seeing the video. I was like, there's no way he's going to do it. But I was like, all right, so I did the backflip. It's pretty high. It's like a seven, eight meter cliff, maybe. It's really high. It's seven. Pretty, yeah, like a seven meter cliff. I remember, all right, I'll do it. So I did the backflip. I remember I landed. I swam like away. And I remember just seeing you chuck a gainer. Yeah. And then I was like, no way did he just do that. Cause I remember watching the video on Facebook of you just failing so hard. Yeah. That's incredible. So I remember I was like, there's no way I'm letting Bible do this and not me do it. So I ran back up there and then I, and then you just gave me so much courage to do it. Like, I was there. Yeah. And my brother was there too, actually. Gave me so much boldness to do it. So I did it. And then did you do it right after? Yeah. And then my brother did it. You started. You started. All the the games we were all able to do, you started. Then we all did a game that day. Like, yeah. That was a pretty proud moment in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel like, it's funny because I feel like sometimes like small moments in our lives like impact us a lot. Yeah. I feel like that moment kind of impacted you in a way. It did because um, like all the times that uh, like I'm an introvert. So like hanging out with you guys, all a bunch of extroverts and stuff like that. It really like pushed me to like, you know, get out of my comfort zone. And that was like the time that I really, really pushed myself out of my comfort zone. And, uh, you know, growing up, I think I realized that you know, it's good to be outside of your comfort zone because, like, that's where you learn and grow. And so I, yeah, it really shaped me. Yeah. Do you feel like you find yourself stepping out of that comfort zone a lot more now? I try to. Like, what I do is um, <laughs> I learned it from, what well, it's, like, from different methods of, like, thought. But 
I watched Steve-O, you know, the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, he talked about how whenever he would do his stunts or anything that he would do, he would just count one, two, three, and then he would always commit. Yeah. And then another YouTuber I watched was uh, Steve Will Do It, which is like, the guy's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And he uses the phrase like full send, like all the time. So like, yeah, I came up in my head, like I thought, okay, so the full send method where like, if I want to do something and I ask myself that question, if it's a yes, maybe, or a no, if it's a maybe, then just bump it up to a yes and just do it. Just commit. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause I feel like sometimes like we use the word maybe as an excuse for not doing something, yeah. but a lot of them have that mentality. Like if there's a maybe, if, if I say maybe it's supposed to mean a yes, if that makes sense. So basically like mm-hmm. the odds of you saying yes is going to be two out of three instead of one out of three. Yep. In mathematically. Yeah. I love that. Because I feel like sometimes people use kind of the maybe excuse. It's like, okay, maybe I'll do it. When it's just easier to commit there and then to like yes or no. That's really yeah. cool. I like that. That's fascinating. So like there's so many times, like I think even Moss talked about it, like where, where you know, when you talked about the Songkran days where you didn't want to go out because you were tired. And then yeah. you got so much more out of like, you know, just getting, just saying like, I'll just go out and do it. Even though I'm tired or whatever, just go out and have yeah. fun. There's yeah. something about that, huh? Yeah, I think there are times, there's so many more times in life where, where when you say maybe and like the maybe becomes a yes, you actually get so much more out of the experience, you know. Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's wild how much just like a little like let's just do it thing kind of changes everything. But also, you know, you have to be careful because there are times when let's just do it isn't the best deal. <laughs> I've been a victim of that too many times. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Like, like, that's true. You live yeah. No. Yeah. Well, we're kind of nearing the end here, Biz, but I don't know if, if we should just end it off with the Model UN story, or what do you think? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. sure. So, yeah. Um, we have- or, 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 should we, or should we do the BB gun one? Which one do you think is better? Because we only got time for one. I think I like the I like the Model UN. I think we should save the BB gun story for if Amos ever gets on the podcast. Late Amos? All right. Mm-hmm. And then I'll call you if we do it so we can yeah, decide. Yeah, more of his story. All right. All right. All right. So the Model UN. Our, our high school has a Model UN um, where we, 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 I think we co-hosted or like we just arranged it with all the international schools from like around Thailand. So yeah. like a bunch of international schools like come together in like this like resort or something like that. And then we host a Model UN. Which and is I like a model United Nations. So it's like a replica of the United Nations. Yeah. And then yeah. all the students get assigned like a country to like represent. Sorry, I'm just filling in the blanks. <laughs> so like the first time I did it with Amos, um, we had we had a lot of fun. But then you guys didn't want to do it because like, you know, you thought I was like lame or whatever. Yeah. So then the second year around, me and Amos, Amos and I, I was thinking I didn't want to do any work this time because last time we actually like, you know, sat and delegated it was kind of boring at times, but it was also fun. And so yeah. I thought, okay, let's choose a country where we don't have to do anything at all. Like a small country yeah, that yeah. has like no power that like, you know, can't shift the votes or whatever. So uh-huh. we chose Iceland, you know, which is perfect. You know, like a small population. They don't have any, like, uh, they don't have a lot of resources, whatever. We just agree with whatever, like the big companies, uh, big countries uh decide to do right and so we breezed through the model un it was really fun interacting with the other international school kids 
Yeah. But then there was a at like a party that they set up for us, kind of like a was it like a banquet something like that? It was like a it was like a banquet slash like like just like party, party. yeah like celebrate like the end of the event yeah so they had like food and stuff like that but then their mistake was setting it up near the pool area right yeah we love okay. water <laughs> we love like, the water it was at night obviously yeah. nobody expected to, like to like go swimming but we saw the pool there and we were like why don't we go swimming yeah. i forgot whose idea it was but you know once that idea was in our head we we had to go swimming for some reason <laughs> yeah and so, uh, of course, we asked our teacher, and uh, and then she was like, "No, obviously, like no." Yeah. So we kept on pestering her, and like, I think she went to ask like the head, the head teacher who like um, ran our like or like was in charge of our school, you know, yeah, um, our school model UN section, and then they were like, "Okay, fine," but what we didn't know was that they wanted us to jump in with our clothes on. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like that's yeah, yeah, something like that. There was just so much miscommunication. Yeah. Like we read hand gestures wrong. We thought like, okay, fine. Meant like, all right, go for it. Because like, she went to talk to the head teacher. She came back. And then when we asked again, she like um, put out her hands, like almost like here, give me, give me your phones. Yeah. So like, I thought that, okay, that that's like the green light. It's a go. <laughs> Yeah. I took my phone, I gave it to her, and then we ran to the uh, bathroom, you know, started uh, taking, you know, our shirts, uh, our jeans and our, like, uh, T-shirts off. Because, yeah. like, why would we jump in with our clothes on? It's, we yeah. have to go back on the bus, you know? Yeah. Like, we want to go on the bus, like, soaking wet. Yeah. And so, like, we went out in our, our, our briefs, our boxers, and then, um, obviously, everybody, everybody who went to the Montreal was at the pool area. Yeah, we formed like a little um, like a line for us to like run to the <laughs> into yeah. the pool, and then there's people like videotaping us jumping into the yeah. pool and stuff like that. And so, I remember like people started joining us because they thought it was allowed, and they found out later it like yeah. wasn't. Yeah, and then, oh, it was so chaotic. I remember, and I remember after that it was like the walk of shame, walking like to the bus, and then like in, and then walking to the back in our wet underwear, like so everyone. <laughs> Through. I specifically remember us like jump after jumping in the pool, we were like having fun for a little bit, and then like our teacher was like, get out of the pool like right now. Or I'm like, why? What's going on? And then they explained on the bus like something about like, you know, us exposing like, you know, going shirtless or like going in our breeze or something like that. I'm like, what 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 what's yeah. the problem, you know? Yeah, that was, that was a fun time though. Um, I don't regret it. Our punishment was was pretty boring, though. Um, Wasn't it detention? We had in-school suspension, man. Uh, what, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I remember that specifically because um, the teacher, the teacher who, like, um, the, like the, the, per- the person who, like, was taking care of the detention, you know, kept on checking up on me and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had my phone with me, so, like, it was, I, like, I finished my homework in, like, the first two hours. Yeah. It's, like, the rest yeah. of the day, I was just, like, playing on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Those were some good times, dude. I wish we could have, like, talked so much longer, but it's oh, yeah. kind of long. Yeah. No Maybe problem. we'll do a part two sometime. That would be awesome. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Our skateboarding days and Oh, my goodness. I can't believe you remember that. 
Do you remember stick the stick wars? Yes, I remember the stick wars. That yeah. Well, Bible, I want to thank you so much for like taking the time. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, man. And valuable, I think. Mats, anything to say? Uh, no, not much. It's just nice uh, knowing that you're doing good, and <laughs> you yeah. know, it's kind of cool hearing all the stories and from your perspective. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Bible. We'll we'll catch up sometime later. Awesome. Well, yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed this little podcast a little bit different but i think this is a little bit what it might be looking like forward um my brother and i kind of found out that we'd been doing a lot of the talking for the last like 15 podcasts so we thought you know we know a lot of people we have a lot of friends who have a lot of amazing stories like you just heard from bibs so why don't we just like bring them on and kind of create this more of a platform for people to share their stories and share their perspectives and share what they've learned um so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this one and stay tuned for friday when we release the next one yeah yeah thanks for listening and Bro, what now? <laughs> Out in three, two, one. Thank you, Bibs. Thank you, Bible. See you guys. Oh, See you guys. Ciao.